The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, episode number 440. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is my company C- uh, senior SEO, almost said CEO, there you go, uh, Scott Van Ack. Yeah, you've been promoted. <laughs> you heard it here. I just got a promotion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we uh, took a while to put this together today. There's been a, quite a few things going on, um, but let's start with some non-SEO news. Yeah, so we've got our typical WordPress update. Uh, Not a lot to say here, but there were 16 vulnerabilities in WordPress, so they are recommending that you update to the latest version, 6.0.3, to patch those vulnerabilities. Uh, WordPress did not comment on the severity of them, but... You know, I think 16 is enough that um, <laughs> taking some action and patching it is probably a good idea. And I would guess a large percentage of you out there listening use WordPress, as most of our clients do. So, um, yeah, keep that updated. And while you're at it, next month, uh, WordPress 6.1 is being released. And according to Roger, Monty is jam-packed with performance improvements. So we'll see what that means. I don't know the exact details. Um, You can go over to search engine journal. And there's an article by Roger there that goes into the intricacies of what all the little performance updates are. And I was going to list some of them. And as I read them, I got lost in them because they're very tech. (laughs) They are very technical and maybe a little unnecessary to know firsthand, but just know that they're there. And, um, your site should speed up with that update. Hopefully that's the idea anyways. So, so that's the core reason for them. Yeah. I think that's the main purpose of 6.1 is performance enhancement. So yes. So hopefully that's is what they say it's going to be. So yeah, good. That's great. Um, this next piece made me giggle. I, I love when Google has a bit of fun. Uh, Frightgeist. Oh, you put it on there, so you lead with it. Yeah, I just sort of stumbled on this, and I thought it might be kind of fun when your your boss isn't looking and you're bored and you want to just check some stuff out, or you're looking for Halloween costume ideas. Google's Frightgeist, uh, frightgeist.withgoogle.com. Um, they have the top costumes for 2022 and you can 
click on a map and see what the top costume is for your state. I think you can get quite specific locally if you're in the States. Um, get some good costume ideas. And I will note that the 690th most popular costume idea is roller coaster. So I'm not really sure how that works. How you dress up as a roller coaster, I don't know. But I feel like I need to accept that challenge this year and try to figure that one out. You know, I got to say one thing that's rather impressive is number 34 is Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice still is around. <laughs> it's kind of so amazing. Are, so you, did you dress up as a character or Michael Keaton? What's uh Yeah, really. Well, you know, and you look like 31 is Alien, 32 is Joker, 33 is Mermaid, 34 is Beetlejuice. Huh. I didn't see that coming. No, not at all. Just uh, anyway. don't say it three times. Don't say it again. We don't yeah. want them showing up. <laughs> um Anyways, it's good to see all classics are still kicking some butt out there. So that's something fun for you guys to check out. Um, I also wanted to add, in case you missed it in the last uh, episode, at the very near the end of the show, um, I mentioned something pretty special. It's our 25th anniversary at Step Forth. So um, we're offering a never-before-seen 25% discount on our services for new clients and existing ones that want to try out a new service they haven't used before. Uh, which is, there's always more. <laughs> um, it doesn't apply to everything, uh, but it does include some of our biggest stuff and some of our mainstream services from uh, the initial optimization of your site to competitor analysis, audits, even our gold standard audit, which is outstanding, uh, done personally by Scott, does an amazing job, um, authority building plans and more. So um, again, we don't give discounts. This is just a really special, unique thing we're doing. Um, we're pretty much taking business until we're booked up for a while. So please take advantage of it. Uh, if you have any issues, especially any ranking issues, there are a lot of, of updates coming out these days. So if you think you need a little bit of help, reach out. And the best way to do that is just book a free strategy call. You can do it on our homepage at stepforth.com on our new website. And, uh, yeah, you'll talk to me and we'll figure something out and I'll make sure you get that discount if it's at all possible, which in most cases it is. All right, so let's get right into SEO news. Uh, another update. This one's the spam update. Uh, the spam, another spam update. Um, it's, again, really not saying much. Uh, it's targeting spam in general. Um, it should be done by the end of October. Should, air quotes. Um, you know, if you're not sure if it's going to impact you or not, check out the Google spam policies. Hopefully you already know about that and you're really just doing everything above board and, you know, nothing to worry about. But if you're not sure, check them out, uh, make changes, fix issues, and um, you should be able to ride this out. Anything else you want to add there, Scott? Well, I'm disappointed because the last show, we had three updates to talk about. We've had two or three and now we only have one. Like Google's slacking off here. We need more updates. Like, oh my God, I feel like my head's spinning. <laughs> and, There's so many but, lately. But you know what I do miss from the early days of SEO are the names of the updates. Like, what's October 2022 spam update? Right. Like, who's writing this stuff? Like, come on, get an animal or a food or something. I don't well, know. Like Halloween it or something. Yeah, you know? like the Halloween, the jack o' lantern update. I don't know. Like, come on, Google, disappoint me. Yeah. Hear the spam update. That's what they should call it. Yeah, or have a, yeah, like the can of spam update. I don't know. Or stranger spam. Well, that that, that goes, <laughs> that's a good segue if I've ever had one. Yeah, you know, 
Ask, no, yeah, not going to use that word. Um, <laughs> so apparently years ago, Google bought a company called Looker. And Looker is not a private eye agency that does creepy things. Um, it actually is some kind of an analytics system. Well, in their infinite wisdom, they decided to rename Google Data Studio to Looker Studio. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just don't. I just don't know. These people lose connection with the real world. I think either that, or they just believe that everyone's more mature. I'm not. <laughs> I look at that and I get kind of shaky. I don't want to play with anything called Looker. Um, anyway, it is called Looker Studio and now supports more than 800 data sources through 600 connectors, says Lewis Gray from uh, Google. And more than 10 million users across Google Cloud's business intelligence solutions each month, including Looker and Google Data Studio. Now we're unifying these two popular tools under the Looker umbrella. <laughs> There, yeah, there's a lot to unpack there, um, but not really. <laughs> oh, there's a looker umbrella. Well, anyway, um, yeah, it is what it is. We have no choice. We have to use it. I don't. I think I'm going to do. I wish John Carcutt was here to, to talk about this one. I'd love to hear his his thoughts on this. But um, yeah, I guess you know, I, I might just pull a car cut and. and forever continue to call it Google Data Studio like you did with Google Webmaster Tools because I just, I can't do Looker Studio. Anyway. I, I, I feel like that's a, like I still call Search Console Google Webmaster Tools from time to time. <laughs> like how long has it been Search Console? Like I don't even know how many years it's been like that now. But if you and know. I still, you know, it, it's just, you, you get used to something. I, I did uh, adapt because I do a lot of the sales and I want to make sure people understood yeah. what I was talking about. But, and in fairness, I think there has been a, a lesser adoption of the word webmaster and for a long time, pretty much this new generation doesn't even know what it means. Um, sounds really hokey and aged. <laughs> but then again, yeah, that's us. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a quick break. When we come back, come back, we're going to jump into uh, an update to how our search results are showing in mobile. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my company senior SEO, Scott Fenack. All right. Tell us a little bit about this SERP display update. So search engine result page update. In other words, um, what we see is changing a bit. Yeah, so this is kind of fun. And what I like about this one is that I can see it. So it's in Canada too, which is so <laughs> rare. Usually we talk about these little updates and I don't know what they look like. I'm just guessing based on what I've read, right? Or looking at screenshots. So um, it, Google's basically updated the result pages to now show your business name and then your URL, and then the typical SERP that you're used to seeing where you've got the title and the description. And beside the business name and the URL to the left of that is your fave icon. So it actually, it looks pretty slick on mobile if you check it out. Um, it is mobile only as far as I, I haven't heard of anything like this coming to desktop, but who knows, it probably will eventually. Um, and I don't know, I think it looks clean. It looks good. Uh, 
But there is a oh, and it is available English, French, German, and Japanese. Other languages and countries and things will be launched in the coming months. So if you don't see it now, you will soon. Um, to make sure you've got the correct business name, you, Google's pretty good at picking this stuff out. They'll probably get you. But if they make it wrong or they you want to be sure, uh, using structured data, you know, organization markup or local business markup or or whatever will with your business name in there will help ensure they use the right one. And also ensure that you have a fave icon on your website. I think mm. most people have done that. Now, I don't come across mm. a lot of websites that don't have them. Uh, I do. It's something I do check when I do audits. It's kind of a silly little thing, but it can make a difference. So I check and almost always people have a fave icon. Every now and then I find a site without one. But now you want one even more so. Uh, if it's going to show up right in the search result pages, you definitely want it. What am I looking I'm at? Show it on, I'm trying to show it on here on, on, on the video. Of course, it's all backwards. Um, you know, you can see it there. Uh, the icons showing, ah, that's useless. Anyway, for anyone who <laughs> sees the video someday, when we finally post them all. Um, <laughs> Planning ahead. Yes, indeed. Uh, it is there. Uh, I think it looks good. Uh, I have no problem with it. Um, we'll see, though. I, I think it is a good reminder to people to put a fave icon on and make it unique enough that it's part of your branding and it stands out which is not easy. I've tried doing fave icons myself and oh dear, uh, it can look pretty awful pretty quickly. If you only got a, I think it's, is it 16 by 16 pixels? They, Google wants a fave icon that is at least 48 pixels. So I'm assuming oh, wow. they mean 48 by 48. Um, it should be square. They typically are. So uh, that is what they want. I think that's a requirement for having it appear in the search result page. Um, I think you are right, though. I think 16 might be just have it show up in your browser or bookmarks or, you know, all the other places. I think that might be the minimum size. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Okay. And I lost my page here. Let's go back. Okay. So, uh, so an improvement, I think, over things. It, they have been testing it a while, so that's good. Ah. Uh, Google Webmaster Guidelines. This is the report that they put out. Uh, well, I wouldn't say it's annual, but approximately. Um, they update annually, I mean, which is for their... Um, well, this particular one... Oh, am I out of... I, I think you're thinking about something else. So this is just their Webmaster Guidelines right. page that they have. This isn't and, the rating guidelines, sorry. No. So okay. this is at developers.google.com. Uh, they've got their Google Webmaster Guidelines is now being rebranded a Google Search Essentials. So again, just more rebranding and renaming. I think we can have a segment about Google renaming things on every episode as well. Um, 
but again, eliminating the word webmaster for various reasons. Uh, they've also reorganized the data into three main categories, uh, which I think is pretty nice. You know, it makes it a little bit easier to find what you're looking for. Uh, technical requirements, spam policies, and key best practices. So <laughs> a little bit of a change and cleanup there. So, you know, not a bad place to go check out when you're trying to freshen up your skills or or learn about SEO, a good page to read and and make sure you're on top of things. Awesome. That's great. Uh, you posted this next one too. So why don't you take okay. this? All kinds of stuff today. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so I've only seen, a, I haven't seen it, but I've seen a couple examples online where Google is testing product panel changes that include pricing details. So if you're doing a search and you see a product come up uh, again, I'm not seeing this live because of, you know, us Canadians get everything last for some reason. Um, <laughs> beside the price in the in the product panel in the search results, you'll see a little, uh, I don't know what you call it. You know, you've got a little up arrow and little down arrow button thing. Um, you click on that and it expands. Don't you love my technical terms? Mm -hmm, very. And you click on the uppy downy button and <laughs> it will open up a panel that will display additional pricing information with things like uh, taxes and shipping and, and return information and more, uh, just more information about the pricing, which is, I mean, if you're, if you're a user, it's great because you, you know, right off the top, what your shipping is going to cost. There's nothing worse than you find a product you want to buy. You go through the cart and you find they want $85 shipping or some stupid thing like that. So uh, just makes a bit more transparency before you keep moving down the pipeline. Um, so that's kind of cool. I mean, I feel like it's a welcome change. It doesn't really clutter search results at all. So why not? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, uh, some changes, um, uh, well, maybe policy changes, uh, Google review guidelines on local, uh, review building. Essentially they're saying that soliciting positive reviews is not allowed. This is nothing new. It's just, they're, I guess, making a bold statement. <laughs> yeah, I guess the, the deal is here. They're just being more explicit about them in their guidelines. Um, I don't really understand why people would just say, Hey, just give me a positive review. I mean, that's a good way of getting a negative review, but I guess what they're doing is I know, in fact, I do know of businesses that encourage reviews quote unquote by, you know, not negative or positive, very unbiased uh -huh, by giving a little bonus for people who do them. And I get it. I mean, there are some industries where it's absolutely insanely difficult to get a review because people don't want to do it. Like legal. Um, what's that? Would be a good, legal would be a good absolutely one. Absolutely. One I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, no one wants to put their name next to that. Um, but it is, you know, there's real estate lawyers, there's all that stuff where it doesn't seem so bad. But yeah, when it comes to personal injury, all these things, getting reviews is difficult if it's even allowed where you are. In any case, um, I do know of people who have incentivized and, you know, it's against my recommendations, but they do it. And Google's just saying that buyer, you know, be very aware, be, be aware and beware <laughs> that this is not a good idea. And if you're doing it, you're going to get yourself in some trouble. Um, I do have to all... wonder though, like worst case scenario, you know, you get suspended from Google search bad, really bad. And they say, don't do it and all this, but I have to wonder how easily you can get caught, you know, like really there would be a lot of ways to be sneaky about it. If you wanted to just don't put it on your website here, click, click here to review us and we'll send you a gift card. You know, like, <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, and 
the problem is there are stupid people who <laughs> post this they post the incentive incentivizing issue and you know, whatever they're going to give away um so if that happens they're going to get caught um and frankly that's kind of a stupid tax but <laughs> I, I want to ask you how often have you ordered something from i mean it's not google now we're amazon have you ordered something off amazon and it comes with a little uh, business card that says please leave us a positive review for 10 percent off your next purchase through our store you ever gotten one of those oh totally i never do it totally not allowed to do it i'm, I'm i haven't i'm not up to date on amazon's terms i'm pretty sure they disallow that technically uh, yeah well, and, and, yeah. and if you do review, you're supposed to say it was, you know, you were given a free product or, or whatever right. it is. Yeah. Um, which thankfully I, I see a lot of people do, but God knows who doesn't. Um, there's probably a lot. All right. Keep losing my notes here. Okay. Who went to some of your stuff? Yeah. Oh, darn. Um. This is funny. I, this is something that Barry posted on, on the search roundtable. It's something that John Mueller said um, in response to Bollywood.com. Um, they said, I've been told by someone influential that your boss doesn't quite follow the, quote, don't be evil standard placed by <laughs> Google founders years ago. Now, I agree with that. But I guess somewhere along lines in that conversation, which I couldn't find, by the way, um, that's just my Twitter. I just don't use it very much. But um, he must have said something about, uh, I don't know, something was very far-fetched other than just that. Because John Mueller says, I feel at this point you veered far from the probable explanations. And he gives a link to Occam's Razor. In my 15 years, greater than 15 years at Google, I haven't run across a site whose ranking is secretly being controlled by outsiders. I couldn't imagine that being the case. Unquote. So uh, I think there's always a very good case that Google's abandoned the don't be evil. Um, but when it comes to this, I think there's more context we can't see. Uh, just, I don't know. Anyway, Bollywood did follow up. Bollywood.com did follow up saying, well, we, we, we've definitely been taken advantage of and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, interesting, only that uh, I don't usually see John respond to stuff like this. You know, I, you do have to wonder, like, I don't think big corporations are going to Google and getting priority rankings. I really don't think that happens, but how would you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, how could we really uh -oh. know that? Uh oh, we're going the conspiracy route. <laughs> uh oh, um, uh, yeah, we could go, oh, I go deep down the conspiracy route for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the next stuff here is, is definitely technical, but I wanted to share with anyone uh, trying some of the new programming languages out, or at least not new, more advanced programming languages and want a little more in their, out of their website. If you're using Ra uh, React, Next.js, or any other JavaScript um, foundation languages, uh, keep in mind that it's possible your navigation links are being hidden from Google. Uh, this is an article from propellernet.co.uk, and it's the, the, the title, in case you want to find it, is React, Hiding Your Navigation Links from Google. Quote, uh, that's it. That's all it is. <laughs> it's shared by John Mueller, which is why I put it here. Um, it's, 
It's interesting because one of the quotes from this is sites that use React don't often include the navigation links in the rendered HTML until a user clicks the menu icon. I want to establish that even after rendering. So what Google does with JavaScript-based sites um, is they only get maybe a bit of information from the raw HTML when they go to the website. But they go later on and they render it as though someone from a browser is looking at it. And then they can index it, like actually read it and, and, and crawl it and make sure they're not missing anything. Uh, after that, they determine whether or not it's going to be added to the index. But when they're looking at it, once they've rendered it, even then the menu isn't showing up. And that's a big deal. And it is fixable, totally fixable. But a lot of people just don't have the uh, resources or time to do it. Um, even he mentions in the article that, and I've encountered this recently too, that some people just don't have the time or the money to put into fixing that. But I can't imagine, a, I mean, that's pretty fundamental. You want Google to be able to navigate through your site using the menu. Uh, it's, it's the natural progression through the site, usually based on silos and the simplicity of just following a website the way it's meant to be done. Uh, so I think uh, this is really important if you're using any of these more technical programming languages. Again, not so 101, but interesting enough to add. Yeah, so yeah, definitely if you're using it, one of those hamburger menus, make sure you're checking to make sure your site is mobile friendly. And uh, and was, how do you check that? I guess with the inspect element in Chrome would be a good way to, to see if those navigational links are being rendered. No, because even, even, well, I don't think so. Maybe, maybe yes, you do that first and then look at it after you've clicked it. Then click it and check again and compare the code. Yeah, um, it's a definitely higher end stuff. You'd need your programmer to figure it out. But um, if you have some indexing or crawling issues, let's call it, uh, make sure that uh, you do look into this because it could be this is the case. Now, if you've got WordPress or any of these really, really established platforms, don't worry about it. That's not an issue unless somehow you've incorporated these, but it's really for custom built websites in next.js or react. Okay. Um, and some of the other ones, but that's, those are the main ones mentioned. Okay. Well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing and my company, senior SEO, Scott Van Ack, thank you for joining us today. Remember, we have a show notes newsletter. You can sign up for it at seo101radio.com where you can Make sure you don't miss a single link and refresh your memory of a past show at any time. Have a great week and remember to tune into future episodes, which air twice a month on WMR.fm. Great. Thanks for listening, everybody. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.